This is the New City Podcast, where we exist to renew the Quad Cities by restoring the health of its people. The standard American lifestyle is destroying our health and compromising every aspect of our lives. This leaves people feeling defeated and doubting their ability to ever change. We teach people how to make intentional lifestyle decisions that will result in an optimal state of health. When people are healthy, they have more freedom to enjoy life. And a community of healthy people grows into a healthy, renewed city. Welcome to the show. Let me ask you a question. When do you feel like you are working absolutely as hard as you possibly can? In the gym? Oh, that's a good distinction. Um, we can, you can answer it both ways. If you have an answer that's outside of the gym, give it to me. <sighs> but, but then I also want your inside the gym one. <clears throat> uh, in the gym, I don't think um, – I mean, I've been doing functional fitness, CrossFit type exercise for 10 years, probably since 2012 or 2011 maybe. Um, and I think I don't – give absolute maximum effort unless I'm in a competition and that's fair which the open which is coming up here in a couple weeks okay that's when I give absolute maximum effort an open an open workout yep all right yep because I I mean I give extremely hard effort pretty much every workout right um but with CrossFit for me the reason it's so enjoyable is because I'm always competing either against myself of like am I getting better at whatever the particular workout or movement is, but then also the people next to me that are close to my fitness level. I'm, so then it gets to kind of, I'm just working as hard as I need to, to beat somebody. So, right. <coughs> but Boy, what, yeah, there's a lot there. <laughs> <laughs> but for me, it, it doesn't ever feel like I'm working as absolutely as hard. I guess and it, this is probably just a mental thing. I don't feel like I'm ever working as absolutely as hard as I can, unless it's a sprint. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's a, a shorter workout where, there's no like pacing. There's no thinking. It's just I'm going to do whatever the movement is is absolutely fast as hard as I can do it. Yeah. So that's that's a really honestly a good good like clarification to make because ultimately <clears throat> this always is going to boil down to like what is the task at hand because what you're saying is literally maximum, maximum output, right? We call that a sprint. Like you, whatever the, whatever the task is, you are doing it and you could not do anything more, right? Mm -hmm. We can see that easily in like a one rep max lift maybe, right? But probably more so in, yeah, sprinting as in if it's on your feet or on the bike, like the 100% like, putting absolutely everything into this effort. But if we look at, gosh, we, <clears throat> we might venture into this other topic that we weren't going to. Um, if we look at, okay, I want you to not just ride that bike as hard as you can because that's that pace is only going to last 10 seconds or so. If I say you've got two minutes and by the end of that two minutes and not a second before, I want you to be like completely spent. Yeah. Right? So now that's a different effort. You're, you're, you are not necessarily 
100% maximum effort, right? So from from your potential, that's that that has come down a little bit. But for you to be able to sustain absolutely everything you could possibly put into a two-minute block, now that looks different, and you know, it's I guess up to you and your subjective view of pain tolerance, whether right. that hurts more or is, is more challenging. So the principle here is the human body needs to be physically challenged in order to survive and thrive. We're talking about kind of the, the, the height of, and really what, what that challenge really means. That task looks different, mm-hmm. right? So <coughs> there's a way for you to, for us to approach this, this whole idea of intensity and output depending on, you know, the, the domain and the duration. But I think what you said as far as, yeah, sprinting. Right. Yeah, I guess I see a little bit of a difference in, in what you just described there as far as, um, you know, feeling like you're working as absolute hard as you can and versus how can you get this whatever the task is done the fastest Mm -hmm. so like if i'm thinking hey max calories on a bike for two minutes then i might think about okay what's going to get me the 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 max amount of calories in that two minutes versus going as absolute hard as i can Mm -hmm. right because when i'm if i'm going as absolute as hard as i can as far as what my my potential is fresh and i do that for 15, 20 seconds, and then I just die off. Like, I still feel like I'm going as absolute hard yeah. as I can, but it's just, it just the, it's not, I'm not going as hard right. as I was in the beginning. So I think you could then pace that two minutes and be like, okay, I'm not going as hard as I can, but I'm, I'm going to go at like 75% effort, and that might be faster over that two minutes. Right, 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 yeah. <coughs> yes, ex- absolutely. So do you, with, so it's really easy to see that type of effort in a, sp- a, a dead sprint on a, a bike or on your feet. Yeah. Probably the same on a, on a rower, right? Mm-hmm. What, what other areas do you feel like there is no way I could do this any harder, faster, whatever? Yeah. Um, I mean, there's things that bring me to muscle fatigue, um, you know, things like handstand push-ups and, um, strict press, that type of stuff. Like when, or even squats, I mean, the workout today at the gym was a bunch of air squats. You know, you can do those for only so long mm-hmm. and your muscle fibers mm-hmm. get burnt out and you can't, mm-hmm. can't do it any longer. Yeah. Um, so yeah, those are definitely times when I feel like, man, I've exhausted whatever, my yeah. muscles were able to to actually do. Yeah, and yeah, I yeah. worked as hard as I possibly can. Right. So what's 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 well, I guess the 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 highest skill thing there you said was a handstand push up, but I think mostly the skill there comes with probably freaking just balance. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Um, but you know, a, a a press, an air squat, right? If I think about this, I think like a burpee, I could I could put one hundred percent maximum speed and effort into but all of these are pretty low skill movements <coughs> right i think the, the 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 bike is probably the pinnacle example of it because even even when you get onto your feet while if again this is kind of where i want to go with this 
there's a there's a pretty substantial added element of of skill and load that comes into play when you get onto your feet instead of sitting on the bike, right? So yeah. so you mentioned the bike and uh, I've already asked this question to a bunch of people today. <coughs> That's generally like they call it Satan's tricycle for a reason. <laughs> this allows us to do something physically that really can't be mimicked much anywhere else, mm-hmm. right? And especially if we're the b- b- the more the more deconditioned we are, the 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 more of an outlier that tool becomes. Yeah. Right. Because if if you can't do certain things. Like now this becomes like the only area where you're able to elicit a type of response, elicit an output. Like you're saying what what is happening in the muscle fibers, what is happening to your heart rate. Right. And what kind of effort can we put into this thing? What 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 is and isn't happening to your joints? Like the bike is something where we have deloaded the body. Mm-hmm. You're sitting down. You're not on your feet. There's no pressure through those joints. We have an absolutely zero skill required thing. The range of motion is guided for both your arms and your legs. Mm-hmm. All you have to do is push it. Right. That's it. Right. Right. So, so basically the, the point here being is that we, we teach people that um, true transformation in any any area that is going to positively influence your health has this process of going through uh, step one is assessment, step two is education, step three is actually this primary action phase, and step four being, hey, this change that you're looking for. And so when we look at this principle of the human body needs to be physically challenged, we think, hey, most of that comes in this this step of action, right? <clears throat> Rightfully so, it should. But if we only are looking at that and we only look at kind of the scope of the workouts we do here, the scope of the movements and range of motion and different loading patterns and all of this different stuff, like there's a, at face value, there's a huge barrier to entry. Mm-hmm. However, if we understand that we don't say the human body needs to freaking lift a certain percentage of body weight, don't say the human body needs to be able to do certain things. We do say you need access to full physical potential, but the way that we get that is n- not through any of these things being prioritized. It's through prioritizing this principle of being physically challenged. Yeah. And so that's how we then much easier, I would say, maneuver, okay, what are we really after here? This workout has these this high level gymnastics with these muscle ups. It's got this high skilled um, you know, Olympic lifting clean movement. How do we go after what we know and is proven to get the results that we're looking for, mm-hmm. prioritize this physical challenge, prioritize the power output, prioritize the intensity, whatever word you want to use here. And then 
over time, hey, through proper assessment, through proper education, we can we can throw more tools into this action phase and, and really start to build that scope out. But that's not where we start from, right? Right. We start from, hey, prioritizing these principles. We can we can like we can get a good workout today and get a safe safe fitness now, is what I say a lot of times. Right. We can do that today and and really develop and yeah, over time we're gonna continue to grow in these other areas. And yeah, I would love to see anybody be able to do high skilled things with their body, express the potential that their muscles and joints should be able to do. Right. Right. But <clears throat> hey, everybody says the bike is the hardest thing. Well, guess what? Makes sense. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, that, it, I guess I'm just thinking that brings it back to your original question where I said in the gym or not. Because sure. <clears throat> I don't think there really is a time where I'm not in the gym and I'm working as absolute hard as I can. But I think that's one of the purposes of this principle is, right. you know, I'm I'm trying to challenge myself physically in the gym in this type of kind of safer environment so that I'm ready for anything to happen outside of it. Mm-hmm. Right. So I'm preparing myself so that if it ever gets to the point where I have to do something that that requires maximum effort, I can because I've already trained in that environment. But also I'm getting better inside this safer environment, kind of controlled environment, so that when I don't have to do maximum effort, I'm still able to do everything that I need to do you know, do and do it well, perform yeah. well in, in everyday life. Right. Your, your, your threshold, your, your, uh, <coughs> a lot of different words we can use here. Your, your capacity, your margin for error, your like this, this distance between your potential and the actual challenge and task at hand, <coughs> you're creating as much, as much space there as possible. Right. So that, you know, the risk of butting up against that capacity, that risk is mitigated extremely well. Right. <laughs> right. right. And I think that's something that I just did this webinar uh, for my health coaching. I'm just kind of always reminded of this when I talk about statistics, just of how sick people are in the United States. And, you know, I go through big things like, you know, this many people are dying from heart disease and this many people have diabetes, this many people have obesity. But if you just think about how many people struggle to get out of their chair or they can't they can you know getting out of bed is miserable in the morning they can't pick up their grandkids just all that type of stuff like people think that they don't have to do anything to prepare for Mm. when they're 65 years old Mm -hmm. they just assume because I can do it when I'm 40 that I'm going to be able to do it when I'm 41 42 and just keeps going but they're not realizing if they're not doing something to work against the the degenerating of the body, degeneration of the body, then that's going to happen at some point. Yeah. And then it just becomes that much more difficult to turn things around. You know, another guy was in here as a, a chiropractic patient of mine and he, he was, uh, he was talking about basketball. He used to play basketball and then he hurt his knee or something. And he's like, so there's, there's no way that I could, I could go back and play basketball now as much as I would love to do it. And I'm like, man, there's, there's a gym in the other room. You can get started any time, and we can get you back in it. And he was just like thinking, "Dude, I'm so far away from that." He's like, "I would just have to go to like an Ultimate Fitness or something, and just start walking on the treadmill just to try to get my body mm-hmm. conditioned." You know, I didn't get into the whole how you know that's not necessary, but he even understands. I'm so far away right from playing basketball right 
that I would just need to start walking right now mm-hmm. to <laughs> to be able to get there. So what we're trying to say is the human body needs to be challenged. He kind of gets that. You right. know, I don't think he un- he would you know say that, yeah, this is one of the principles of my life. But he gets it just intuitively that he hasn't challenged himself in a way to do the things that he wants to do. So if he wants to do that, he has to challenge himself in something that really shouldn't be that that challenging. Right. You know, we're trying to stay ahead of that with what what we're doing in the gym. Yeah, and that and that's 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 the whole thing. What you just described that that is that that is the whole shtick, right? We the only reason why the human body needs to be physically challenged is because without it, that degeneration process is inevitable. Right. Like left alone <laughs> left alone things don't go well right. left alone things degenerate things break down things just break period things don't go well when left idle mm-hmm. and so we need this process of introducing controlled stress because because life now doesn't necessitate physical stress <laughs> right we introduce this controlled stress so that this adaptation process can continue to happen we have to appropriately um in proper dosing challenge the body so that it adapts and gets better because if we don't it's if you don't use it you lose it right mm-hmm. very very perfect example for that whole concept. <clears throat> and and he might have been completely right. Walking might be the exact point that he needs to be at. Oh, yeah. Because the reality is uh, even that is something that is not present in the modern lifestyle, right? Mm-hmm. Like the difference between my step count on a day that I am – here coaching class in the gym versus just at that versus a day that I'm not I'm not doing this <clears throat> the amount of times that I will get anywhere close to the step count I get from just having an upright and mobile job is is night and day <laughs> like right. like typically typically not even like half looking at the whole day of what what generally get in just a couple hours right right and so the the like yes that is a phenomenal starting point and we can we can do much much more and like exercise science is pretty sophisticated (laughs) we can do some pretty miraculous things through the controlled environment of strength and conditioning like in, in just as awful as the degenerative processes by driven by modern conveniences, like w- we we can be just as sophisticated in the reverse of taking care of these things in a really specific way. Yep. You know. <clears throat> yeah. I guess that, did I have an answer here? When do I when do I feel like I'm working as hard as possible? Definitely on the bike. I mean, in all in all out foot race, like I Which one hurts worse? <laughs> so the 
I was going to say about the bike, the reason to me it's the worst thing is because it seems to at the same time tax your um, cardiovascular system, your respiratory system as it's destroying your muscles. So typically, you know, we mentioned those higher skill things or like pressing, like I'm going to, my muscles are going to fatigue far more than, you know, I'm not going to get tired. Right. Um, Or, you know, running long distances. My muscles aren't really having an issue. It's my wind, I guess. But the bike just seems to do both of them. If it's an all out effort, you know, so yeah. yeah, And I I forget about, yeah. So I know the answer to this. (laughs) So when you're on this bike, you've got, you've got, so you mentioned two components. You've got a, a muscular component. You're contracting a lot of musculature to, to friggin' turn the wheels on the bike, turn the pedals, whatever. Yes, aerobically, you are, your heart is pounding. <clears throat> but there's also this very strange thing that's happening because primarily the work is happening through your legs, but you're forgetting about the work that's happening through your upper body as well, right? Mm-hmm. On the handles going back and forth. And so what ends up happening is there is there is no place, so this, this lactic acid just build up, you you're, you hit that threshold, lactic threshold in the blood, and, and when everything is working, when arms and legs are pumping, there's nowhere for that stuff to go. And so you just get this completely saturated acid bath going on. Yeah. And that's probably the biggest difference between that and running, is running, you always have, a, at least you have the upper body to kind of be dumping into. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. It's miserable. Hey, come uh, bike with us. It's <laughs> so great. It's so great. But some some of the I guess we haven't really mentioned here. That type of effort while we want to maintain access to it is not is not is not is not what we need every single day. All right. Right. So that's not what we're doing every single day, <laughs> if you didn't know that. We, if we you know, look ancestrally and think, when, when is this type of thing like mirrored in, in life outside of the modern era? And you say, okay, when, when you are literally running for your life, when you're running from the bear that's coming to attack you, that's when you need this type of maximal output. If you do that too much, eventually you're going to get worn down to the point where you're going to succumb to that that risk. Right. Or you you adapt and you change where you're you're living right. <laughs> so that that risk is not as prevalent, <laughs> right? Yep. So, similarly, we don't we don't want to do this thing and put yourself in that extreme of a state all the time. We want to we want to dig smaller holes on a daily basis, right? That that have a smaller kind of stair step approach to dig down a little bit, you know, recover from it. Dig down a little bit, recover from it. <clears throat> Versus these massive massive efforts, you know, we're talking here about the the total output this can also be viewed in 
you know, longer duration bouts of higher intensity stuff. Like we don't want to dig that big of a hole super often. We want to have access to it, but yeah, by no means is this, are we doing this type of thing every single day? No. We're applying this principle, but not to this greatest extent. <clears throat> right. Cool. If you made it this far, it probably means you were interested enough in the content of this show to stick around for the whole thing. So first, let me say thank you for your attention. Now second, let me extend an offer to you to dig in more. All you have to do is open up the browser on your phone or your computer, go to newcity.fitness/start and schedule a time to come in for a free one-on-one consultation. We can talk further about what it is you're looking for with your health and fitness and see if it is in fact something we can help you with. Again, that is newcity.fitness/start to schedule a free consultation. Until next time. Give your body what it needs, stay away from what it doesn't, and renew the city.